Welcome back to another edition of the Declaration Podcast. My name is Ty Declare. Let's go! Yeah! Uh! February, get at me, yeah! Happy February, everybody. Yes, welcome into another episode of TDP. First, I'd like to thank Patreon over in the squad. We have Liam Nolan at Liam Nolan and Boyan Antonoff at Boyan V. Antonoff. Thank you all so much. Over in the Angels, we have Chris Pierce at Chris Pierce 103. Go pick up your litter and do your part for the environment. Just go do it. Seriously, just go pick it up. Also, like to thank Mason Tim at MT underscore the underscore RMT. You're gonna hear more from Mason a little bit here, so I won't uh, won't belabor the point there. Also, like to thank Matt Nafe at Matt Nafe King, the King Matt Nafe. Go follow him over there. If you want to support the show, head on over to Patreon.com/slash/TheDeclarationOnline. We got some cool, cool things coming over at Patreon. So uh, if you want to get ahead of the curve, go on and uh, head up patreon.com slash the declaration online we'd love to have you over there for the mental health check this week ups and downs ups and downs that's all it is and uh by the way if you hear (laughs) scritching and running like santa's on the roof that's actually delilah playing with her toy so yeah that's my bad (laughs) uh yeah so this week was busy and stressful and fatiguing we were supposed to start dodgeball, but dodgeball didn't happen because it got delayed because of COVID. And then, you know, I got I was getting a pretty good routine with going for runs and getting my exercise in. Well, Wednesday morning, I uh, go for a run and about 500 meters into it, my calf goes, no, sir. So I had to call Bria, come get me, and then uh, take a nice little ride home in the car. And thankfully, you know, just with some rest and all that, my calf is feeling better tonight. It's Monday as I record, so going to give dodgeball a try. So I'm sure I'll be limping tomorrow, so that'll be fun. But it was interesting having that exercise portion knocked out, how much more I felt stressed throughout the week, and how I noticed that uh, impact on motivation, my moods, and all that good stuff. Over the weekend... You know, got to uh, go to a small gathering. It was really nice just to see people hang out. And I know that's not a reality for some people. And I think it just makes you feel really grateful for being in the place that I'm at, having people who are available and not sick with COVID. And uh, just being able to add that socialization factor in. You know, as a self-described uh, uh, introvert, you know, I've really noticed how important those interactions with others are. And then Sunday, Sunday without football, but a productive Sunday nonetheless. I tried to get as much done as I could. I've been uh, working on some side projects here for the Declaration Online, the Declaration Podcast. Some cool things are coming, but uh, it was interesting just having those Sunday depressos, even amongst all of that. It's like as soon as you take the, pe- the your foot off the gas pedal, that's when those things start to, to kind of fade in. So I was really aware of that, and this week I'm just trying to do what I can to keep my mood as level as possible, add in what I can when it comes to exercise, and just doing what I can for myself. But today on the show, we have Faces Magazine, 
Best RMT in Ottawa for 2021, Mason Tim at the underscore RMT. Nope. <laughs> at MT underscore the underscore RMT. Mason, that IG changes. No, I'm not going to get used to it. Never. Anyways, Mason's one of my best buddies. We go way back. Weird to say that now, but we do go way back. Mason's a brother to me. We get each other. We're there for each other. He reaches out. I reach out. It's important to have those people in your life, and I hope that you have those type of people in your life. And I know you're going to enjoy this episode, so let's just get to it. Like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Hit up Patreon. Hit me up if you need uh, any kind of help. I'd love to get back at you at TyDeclare44. But without any further ado, please welcome Mason Tim. Mason Tim, what's going on, buddy? Not much. I think it's like, was this fifth time? Fifth time's a term? I don't even know. No? Uh, not enough, but <laughs> many more than one. Yeah. Okay, no, perfect. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so how's it going? Uh, things are pretty good. We uh, Ottawa's been under lockdown for quite a while now, but uh, I think we're starting to open soon. I know that kids are going back to school actually tomorrow so we'll see how that affects our COVID numbers <laughs> yeah that doesn't sound great <laughs> I, i'm very much like wishy-washy about it because like starting to open schools means that like hopefully other things will come but like as like i was i've been talking to my boss about how like different closings affect my work and just the work in the clinic in general and I think if, like, he was saying, since people have to stay home with their kids, um, like, they don't have time to go out and do their other things. So if the kids go back, maybe the maybe the parents can come back and I can work again. Well, I'm still working and it's fine. But at the same time, it's like the kids are now going back. They're catching something there, bringing it home to the parents. They come to me. It's like, I don't know how to feel about it. <laughs> Yeah, a little, little pinch of pessimism, a little pinch of optimism, and uh, see where it falls in the in the middle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's about balance. <laughs> it's the unfortunate balance of COVID. Ugh. Very unfortunate, yes. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it's. I think it's, it's going to be hard to you know like when that line is, when things are going to start to feel more and more normal, especially in like Ontario, man. Like it's it's not contained. Like it's not. It's stressful. You know, like yeah. Like, definitely when, like, the whole kind of real background cause of the lockdown happening throughout Ontario um, was just either people from Montreal, from Gatineau, from Toronto, where it was the worst. They were like, ooh, Ottawa's open. Let's go, like, put our sticky little fingers everywhere. So I hope if we open up, I think that's why they're going schools first to see if it does kind of skyrocket again. Because if it's skyrockets and be like, okay, no, that's a bad idea. I think it's just a trial and error, a trial and error thing right now. Where it's like, what can we open? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And I was thinking about the other day because a lot of like government workers work over in Gatineau, but they live in Ottawa, or people live in Gatineau, work in Ottawa. 
did that border stay open the whole time? I'm pretty sure it stayed open, yeah. Like, mm. uh, I have a friend who lives in Ottawa, um, but is a, a counselor for a school in Gatineau. And, yeah, he was just zooming back and forth. But he was saying that, <laughs> I don't know if he's like, his school was fine. Like he said, like, there's been nothing going on over there. But it's def- I think it definitely is by, like, region by region for what's worse and what's not. So I don't know. It's, it's hard to control. And everyone really gets mad at all the governments being like, well, like, what's going on? It's like, well, they don't know either. So yeah. It, it's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like we can look back at, like, hindsight 2020, think, like, yeah, maybe stop doing something different earlier. Because, but we still don't have really an idea of what to do. <laughs> no. No. It's- <laughs> It seems like the only saving grace will be the vaccine, but at the same time, you, not a lot of people are saying that they're not going to get the vaccine. So, <laughs> I'm going to bring on my vaccine expert, Bria, to talk more about that. Perfect. I but love that. <laughs> she's also in a cuddle puddle with the dog right now. So, I also love that. She's not moving, and <laughs> I don't feel like having her yell just over on the podcast. <laughs> so, the vaccine! <laughs> what? Want you talking in a nice voice on in the foreground? Yeah, I guess so. I guess sure. so. <laughs> okay. So Mason, yes, sir. You're a, you're a pretty fresh face. You know that. A fresh face. Yeah. <laughs> in yeah, terms I, of. Well, I mean, you know, you think about you know just Mason, and and you know, I, I think you have a fresh face, and I think. Uh, you know, I think you were nominated by, I think it was like a Faces magazine. Because he has one of those, like, faces. <laughs> nice you know, segue. That, uh, <laughs> you know, this magazine. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, uh, you were nominated for Best RMT in Ottawa. Yes, sir. Uh, how do you feel about that? Uh, it's definitely quite the honor. We don't really know where the nominations came from. Like, they're all anonymous. And you can just go on and be like, ooh. And, yeah, like, me... Uh, one of my colleagues, well, f- quite a few of my colleagues, like two of our physios, me and another massage therapist, our chiropractor, uh, and the clinic itself were all up for nominations as, quote, best in each category. And it was, it was like, it happened last year. Like my, like my boss really works hard on getting, um, like making sure there's like the best quality of care rather than like quantity. That's kind of his big motto for how he runs his business. Um, so he has really kind of like raked through. I, I don't want this to, to sound like a big ego trip, but it's like he's raked through tons of therapists to make sure that he gets who he wants on his team. Also the best care on his team. So it's just, it's really good. Um, I don't know if it's the right word, but justification, gratification of like knowing that what we're doing actually is being appreciated by other people. Yeah. So that's the biggest thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just a word of it's, yeah, it's, um, yeah, I, I got what you're saying. It's, it's just, it's, uh, it's showing you that you belong. It, it's, it's a reminder. It's an affirmation. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. I like that. It's a, it's good, yeah. just positive affirmation that, yeah. that, that people, do see the value in our care and care enough to maybe even qualify as, as the best, but um, without trying to be one of those people to 
sound as humble as they can be. I care, I care less about being the best and more about if we do win these awards, it's just better exposure to get more people in so that we can help more people. And that's, again, that's the biggest thing that I care about. Yeah. And Bria, the wordsmith, validation. That's what we're looking for. Yeah. I was never good in physics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me and earth sciences just never got along. <laughs> but no, I, 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 th- I agree. I mean, it's, I know you're not a, a braggadocious person. Mm. Right? It's humble to the core, but I think it's good to, and to be proud, you know, that you're on a team that is curated for people they want there. Yeah. And that's what Chelsea said is like, Every time I do kind of talk about it, I really try to play it down. But she's like, no, like, you're nominated for a reason. Like, you're good at what you do. So just embrace that and be happy about that. And I am, definitely. But it's like, just not letting this get too big, you know? (laughs) (laughs) No, and that's fair. And I can imagine there may have been some, like, imposter syndrome to come along with that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I... (laughs) <laughs> I have that quite a bit, I, th- I think. <laughs> yeah, identified, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I, I can definitely understand that. And I mean, because I, 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 I feel like I know you. Right? Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, well, I, I would hope so at this point. <laughs> but no, it's uh, it's good to see, you know, recognition for someone who works hard, who did everything they could to be the best they could at what they do. So yeah. good on you. Thank you. Yeah, mom's been really kind of uh, leading the charge on the voting. She kind of like, she has her little network going on. And as soon as she votes, because she's been like, busting it every day with, like, she's like, Trev, give me your email so I can vote for Mason. And then like, she did it for Lindsay as well. And then she'll, (laughs) she'll message uh, my uncle, the neighbors, just like being like, did you vote today? Yeah. So she's kind of doing the grunt work that I didn't want to do. So thanks, Mama Tim. <laughs> Mama Tim's a real superstar in all this. Absolutely. Just in general, she's a superstar. Yeah. Well, that's true. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm curious because I think you and I are not alone in that imposter syndrome, like slipping in, especially when it comes to recognition, things like that. How are you finding yourself trying to navigate that? Um, pretty much how, like, I was talking about it, just, like, I don't know, recognizing that I am here, like, I, I work and enjoy what I do, and, I don't know, you always throw the biggest curveballs at me, and I'm not prepared for it. Amen. But hey, <laughs> you, you taught me about, like, split finger fastball, and since then, I've just been trying to work on my pitches, so. <laughs> oh, man. Um. it's it's really just about not getting carried away in like what the like what the title of the nomination is and really just trying to focus on doing the best that i can for people and focus on that rather than being like when someone comes in it's like oh look i I saw you're nominated outside like yeah that's me Uh, like give me a vault like i don't really want to (laughs) i don't want to fall into that and be like be like be cocky or pompous about it just be accepting of like yeah like it's it's good recognition and i can just continue to do what i do absolutely and i think it's cool because it's like you don't have to know the answers to those things either and it's like that's just the process of like understanding yourself and being like hey you know 
when when I'm presented with a situation like this, my instant thing is to go, really me? Yeah. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. Like my, my, my boss, cause he gets all the emails. Um, cause like, like I said, the, the clinic itself was nominated for best physio clinic in Ottawa. And so he just got all the emails from that being like, yep, yeah, this person, this person, this person, let him know. And he comes around the corner. Once I get into where he goes, well, you were nominated. I went, uh, huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay. From who? And he goes, ah, so it, it really is just like, Anybody who came in and like, or I don't know if it's a constant or like a, a regular client that also threw that in, but no, like all of my clients who are regulars that came in, I asked like, well, like, was it you? And they're like, no. Nope. So I don't know if it's either somebody, <laughs> well, not, not in the sense of like, nope, I wouldn't ever do that. Cause I don't think that, but it's just like, no, it wasn't God, me. I'll, I'll, no, <laughs> <laughs> you really? <laughs> And then that's what's in my body going on. Just like, really me? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's like I said, it's just a good honor. I, I appreciate it. And if, and if I win and you said that, uh, we'll find out tomorrow morning. Yep. Tomorrow, February 1st. So when people hear this, you can go and check it out. I'm sure Mason will keep the link up on his Instagram bio. MT underscore <laughs> the underscore RMT. Go check it out. Go see, uh, go see how Mason did. Go see how the clinic did. All that good stuff. Perfect. Could you imagine that though? You're giving someone a nice little massage, you know, a little, little elbow, you know, a little. You know, I'm actually uh, nominated for um, uh, you know, best RMT in Ottawa. Huh? Neat. <laughs> and that's the only reaction you get. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll vote for you. Just kind of, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's usually that's, what goes on. You. I think you might be the last person. We'll dig in a little hard. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, yeah, there's there's some clients you want to put a little bit of extra pressure. Yeah, <laughs> well, you're a little little tense, huh? Yeah, yeah. tense. Oh yeah, tense. like I've been told, I give really good massages. It's like, is that <laughs> so? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, that was that's another question I have. Yeah. Um, have you ever like been offered a back rub by a client? Like, or has anyone ever come up to me and like, hey, and and give like you know like the come up behind you and grab your shoulders and give you the the back rub like that awkward like the oh yeah I'm good and it lasts like that like three to four seconds too long that you really don't want it to and it's like someone trying to say yeah I'm good at massages have you ever had that happen uh the only like sometimes at like at parties like like uh, all of a sudden I hear like well Mason's an RMT and then all of a sudden someone's like hello like, <laughs> and they'll just ask me a whole bunch of questions and but the only person that's actually kind of really consistent uh I like actually not necessarily like trying to show his skills but it's actually my uncle he like like just anytime I'm pretty sure he had yeah he has a background in kinesiology so he knows a little bit more about the body than the regular Joe who'd be like, yeah, I know how to give a massage. Um, and like, he will just come up behind me at some point at the night of the family gathering and just like start going. Cause he's like, yeah, like I know that like you don't get it enough. Like you're more concentrated on other people. I'm just like, yeah, okay. Thank you. <laughs> so, but he's actually kind of legit. It feels really good. Yeah. And like I get relief from it, but it never lasts long enough. So it's actually the opposite okay. of what you said. Okay. <laughs> hey, Unc, have a, be a little more, a little more with it. Give it a little more time. <laughs> you know, yeah. Okay. Well, I was always curious because I, I think in like high school, 
we used to do wrestling trips and you know on the bus rides we just we were tense we're wrestlers so like we yeah. give each other massages and i was like oh i'm that's such still good at massages oh yeah and like i would think like if someone said i'm an rmt that's the person i would go to be like okay let me let me give you a round here I'm, i wanted that rmt to turn around and be like that was the best massage I've ever had. And like validation, <laughs> you know, okay, gotcha. <laughs> uh, actually now remembering back, I had, uh, I had this moment at a party and, um, uh, a guy came up and he was like, Oh, I could like, this was early in my massage career, like kind of not fresh out of graduation, but a couple months in. And he goes, it's like, Oh, I could, I could probably, like I've been like that whole thing. I've been told I give really good massage. I could probably give a better massage than you. And <laughs> he had his girlfriend there with him. And so he said, and I was like, okay, yeah, sure. Like, I'm, I'm sure you could, like, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty new. He's like, no, like I want to test it. Just like, <laughs> like chest out kind of thing. Like say it with your chest. Um, and he, he was like, well, like my girlfriend's here, like would like, Let's let's have a massage competition. I'm like a massage competition. What? <laughs> and normally I'd just be like, no, leave me alone. But we yeah. were at the party. Nothing was. No one was gonna go anywhere. So it would just be awkward. I was like, okay, let's try to get a resolution to this. So he's like, so I'm like, I'm gonna rub her shoulders first, and then you rub, rub like her shoulders after, so that like, like she sees that like you're not as good. I'm just like, what is going on? <laughs> and so off he went little quick 10 minutes and then he's like okay your turn like how to feel babe like i was like this can't be real this really can't be real and then like so i just get in there and actually start working like her issues that i felt and then she goes like i'd never want a massage from you again uh, to uh, her again and i just uh, like just okay we're done are we done here can we be done <laughs> sour grapes the rest of the night <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> Just flexing his triceps. Being yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I can pull a lot of pressure. <laughs> I bet I give better self massages than you, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you do, buddy. Okay. <laughs> oh, I was, goodness. You, that, I I didn't realize I, like, compartmentalized that. And then that question just brought it back out. There we go. Oh, my God. There we go. That, was, that, was, that was a time, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, uh, when this podcast drops, it'll be the last podcast before the Super Bowl. Baby. So we got some football to talk about, Mace. Yes, sir. <laughs> I... Oh, no. Mason. Well, your phone? Oh. Whatever. Um... <laughs> <laughs> your, 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 your volume went kaputs there for a minute. I don't know what happened. And then it just came back to you mumbling, and it was perfect. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I remember you asked, like, how do you feel about the Colts? And I was like, yeah, oh yeah, we're winning the Super Bowl, hands right. down. And the <laughs> first round knockout, um, at least we made it. We made it to playoffs. So, uh, I, I mean, in, 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 like, um, in, like, my actual thoughts about the Colts, just because, like, of course, you bolster everything up and you get really hyped when nothing's happened yet. <laughs> um, actually getting to the playoffs was better than I expected. So I was happy about that because, like, really looking at the offense, it was pretty much like it was Philip Rivers and then, like, 
T.Y. Hilton for the second half of the season, and Michael Pittman did his thing, but Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, <laughs> was a freaking beast, man. I'm so excited for just you know, the entirety. I hope he doesn't leave. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that, oh my god, I was so happy. But yeah, the Chiefs going for the for the repeat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a little stress, a little stress. I, honestly, yeah. So, first touch on the Colts. Yeah. Um, I think it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see what they do with the quarterback in the offseason with Rivers gone. I thought they might make a push for, for Stafford, but now Stafford's gone on the Rams. That's also, weird. pour one out for Jared Goff. Oh, my from living God. living in LA to Detroit. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, it goes from, like, a what was it, like, uh, $10, $12 billion stadium or whatever to, like, just concrete. Like, <laughs> I, I feel so bad. Like, he's going to have to change his whole wardrobe. <laughs> yeah. There's, what are pants? Like, oh <laughs> hey, Jared, come over here. Let me introduce my friend, Seasonal Affective Disorder. <laughs> but no. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Taylor is pretty exciting. Um, Speaking strictly fantasy football for a moment, but yeah, um, it was it was really cool to see him develop throughout the year. You know, his it was it was always the athleticism, but the vision wasn't there, which I guess made sense because in college, all of his holes were like four feet yeah. wide. <laughs> was, his offensive line doing a lot for him, but no, now that he's got that vision down, you see the real talent come through, and oh, it's wheels up for for JT. It's wheels up for that entire offense. I think absolutely, and I think Frank Rog really really did what he should have done and like like it was uh Naeem Hines, uh Jordan Wilkins and Jonathan Taylor is a three headed monster. And like at the start of the year it really looked well, Marlon Mack was there too, but he blew his AC uh not his ACL, his Achilles and just gone for the season. So ev I, I just saw on every platform for fantasy being like, Jonathan Taylor season, yes, let's go <laughs> <laughs> and, and like and then yeah, then Frank stuck to his plan to slowly work him in and really got to see like his, his, um, his, like his veteran. I always want to say his senior. Um, it's, it's like something that came from, anyway, I'm not going to get into that, but <laughs> like his seniors, he got to see them and how they worked. And then he could kind of like just work that in and be like, Hey, can I pick your brain for a second on, on like what that play and then just flourished and ended up being like he had the third most rushing yards on the entire season out of yeah. everybody. Like quietly. Then, like how is that quiet? But it was quiet. It was so quiet. And yeah. like I think that's just the Colts as a whole. Like they really try to like stay humble about everything, which I obviously like we talked about I resonate with. But like, yeah, all of a sudden it's just like like I always keep track of like I love the Instagram posts that the NFL does where it's like top five after each week and then all of a sudden just like at the end of the season it was like Derrick Henry, um, Dalvin Cook and ooh John Taylor. Wait what? <laughs> so I really that was a big hype moment to actually have like our I don't know we had like Frank Gore for a while but uh, like a thirty five year old Frank Gore and I don't really remember the last like. Really, Ed, like Edron James, workhorse running back that we've ever had. Like it's probably like Edron James before Frank Gore. That was it. Something like yeah, like yeah. going back to like Peyton Manning's early days, and then 
Peyton Manning was Peyton Manning, so then they didn't really need a quarterback, or sorry, a running back. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's wheels up for the Colts, and hopefully it's wheels up for the Chiefs. I mean, the, uh, How can he said the, I mean, like, I was more, remember last year, going into the game, I was like, throughout the season, like, the one team that kind of gives me pause is the 49ers. Because, yeah. like, just, I don't know, I, I'm hype on Robert Sala, I'm hype on Kyle Shanahan, like, I think that they're, you know, a dope organization, they have like, a really crazy, like, freakish defensive squad, which, yeah. like, defense and Patrick Mahomes don't always, you know, see eye to eye, because Patrick yeah. Mahomes is seven feet tall in that sense, but, um, you know, when, when you can get pressure with four and have good coverage behind, that's, like, when Mahomes typically can oh have God, a bit of a struggle. Yeah, because, right. like, as much as Mahomes can um, can scramble and do all these miraculous things that he does, like, when you have Nick Bosa, and, and so talking last year, Nick Bosa, uh, DeForest Buckner, um, D4. Ford, D4, thank you. Yeah, and, then and Frank and, Warner. Yeah, you know, just, uh, yeah, Frank Warner, even before this year, was also still scary. Yeah. And just, like, having that come at you, yeah. no one's, like, you... No one's not going to be phased when you mm. see that coming at you. I forgot they had, like, Quan Alexander, too. Yeah, and that was yeah. on the Saints. Yeah. 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 I don't know about him. He's a bit of a hothead. Anyways, <laughs> so now we're looking at the Brady-led Bucks, which, I mean, you know, they have a great defensive line, right? Um, like Shaq Barrett, uh, JPP, right? Mm-hmm. But And the Chiefs, you know, Eric Fisher, blown Achilles, so he's gone. Yeah. Mitchell Schwartz has been gone with a back injury for most of the year, so... Mm-hmm. Two backup tackles. It could be something, right? Yeah. But I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, br- playoff Brady's playoff Brady. Yeah. Give him that. Yeah. I mean, playoff Brady threw three picks in the last game, but, um, <laughs> and I mean, the Chiefs defense from like, if you just watch the patterns, right? Like, as under Steve Spagnola specifically, first eight weeks of the year, it's ramping up the defense and learning, and then it gets more complicated. Mm-hmm. And more nuanced and a little more tweaks. And then come playoff time, it's pick city, it's shutting down, it's look at the Bills game. Yeah. Look what they did to Josh Allen. Like I know. Like Tony Roman did a great job breaking that down too, of like in the in like the all twenty two angle or the Madden Cam angle. Mm-hmm. Right? Is w- look at this. He's covered here, he's covered here, he's covered here. Where is Josh supposed to throw the ball? And oh, look at that, Chris Jones. Right? So yeah, it's <laughs> yeah exactly so it's one i don't know i i guess i'm confident because the chiefs have given me no reason not to be yeah and they're seemingly healthy on the defensive side of the ball mm-hmm. um i mean yeah i don't know i i don't unless you see it differently i don't see i don't know if the chiefs play their game i don't see how but do the chiefs I'm, only play weird games so i don't know <laughs> I'm the the only question mark I have is just because well obviously looking at the entire year and how like the Bucks have ramped up and like you were talking about with the Chiefs defense like I I found that the Chiefs defense really found a different identity as the year went on and now like you got Legarius Sneed just making picks everywhere Tyron Matthew doing his thing. And like you said, Chris Jones just manhandling guys at the line. Like you have, you have all of that at every different level. 
and like the success that Brady found this year was more actually hitting guys that were like completely open rather than like sneaking a ball in. That's at least what I saw. And for, and of course, like Brady is like the crazy, like mastermind and like recognizing coverages and everything. He studies tape, like even while his, he's like, he's reading game tape to his kids to bed. Like, that's all he's ever doing. And so And the big bad Buckner. <laughs> <laughs> so I I don't think there's any way that you can really trick Brady. And it's more I it really just comes down to who can like, fu- like who can find the hole in the defense first. And obviously like that's just the, who can score more? That's football. Thanks, John Madden. Um <laughs> but when you look for, like I said, for myself, when you look at it, I think the Chiefs are better in coverage and they can, they have the guys to actually cover Godwin and Evans. So then it really comes down to Ken Brady. I, I think <laughs> sneaky, like, like either prop bet that you can do. See if you can, like, get Cameron Brate on that, like, kind of radar of like, cause he throughout the playoffs has kind of really stepped it up for Tampa and. Um, obviously you got like Scotty Miller, who's, who thinks he's faster than Tyreek Hill. Oh, what a goof. (laughs) (laughs) That was, did you see that quote? I did. Oh, I just, (laughs) I can't. How many times do I have to go over this? You're not faster than Tyreek Hill. I don't care who you are. (laughs) No, sorry. Sorry, Scotty Miller. I mean, okay. Um, Like if you had underwear Olympics, maybe you'll find maybe like a John Ross could maybe run faster than Tyreek Hill. But but let's be honest. Like game pads, game speed, all in the hand. Who do you want with the ball? Exactly. The human joysticks. Like, come on, dude. It's nuts. Um, But anyway, like going back, I think yeah, I I I have the Chiefs above, obviously, just because the mobility of Patrick Mahomes. Now the whole ankle and turf toe that's a question mark but he did fine and um yeah and it's just like the receiver's abilities to get open that's just where it really comes down to for me and i think the chiefs have a better um coverage defense plus like you said chris jones getting in there just the entire line in general so i think mahomes We'll have this and have a repeat. I'm sorry if that jinxed it, but that's where I'm at. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing we can do at that point. So, no. um, yeah, I think it's a really interesting matchup because a lot of times when you have someone who's recognized as the greatest and the up and comer, they don't get a chance to play each other. No. And I was not high on the you know the Brady to the Bucks move. I was like, he looked washed. Like, what is this yeah. going to do? And honestly, he looks good. Like he, he made a sideline throw in the N- uh, NFC Championship game from like opposite hash, and yeah. it was on a line. I was like, yeah. "Brady, it's crazy!" Like, Brady, how give much me some harm. of that TB twelve, dog. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's it's evident that like his strength really didn't go anywhere, and mm-hmm. like because he's still throwing it forty plus yards down the field to Mike Evans. Now yeah. it's definitely. A lot more off than it was, but he can still huff it. So yeah. it's it's just he do, he's done it right, and he got really lucky with the genetics because I feel like that's the biggest thing for people that make it is just like they didn't get injured at the wrong time, they 
like they have Wolverine healing abilities. Like it's how does you got lucky. look more handsome, more athletic, and just more well? His jaw went from a circle to a diamond. I don't understand how you do that as a it's human. Hat. It's his hat that he wears. It has a really big bubble at the top and a wide brim. So that if you get wider at the top, the bottom looks looks smaller. Is that what I have to do now? Like, do I have to get a big hat? <laughs> Just invest in like some Australian like big. I don't know. I don't know. Hat. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll I'll call up Tom after the show and let him know. But. Yeah, I I just I just don't see it because, I mean, I think an unrelated storyline as well is if Sammy Watkins plays. Oh damn! Like, yeah, he's injured sixty percent of the time, but when he's on the field and he's a semblance of himself, yeah, it it's just it people run wide open in that offense. It's nuts because even if even if you yeah like exactly that like it like you have to double. Kelsey, you have to double Tyreek if you can. So then you have if if they go on a like a, a four wide out set with Travis Kelsey, who are you gonna cover? Like whether you do single man up, Kelsey and Tyreek are gonna be open, especially if it's own. But like if you do, like I said, if you double both of those guys, like I said, you have Sammy Watkins, you have Byron Pringle, you have Nicole Hardman sixty yards down the field and he catches it. Like like, there's there's nothing you can do. Oh, you want to blitz them? Good good luck. Yeah. Like <laughs> okay, just dump it over the, the the oncoming onslaught, and Tyreek will just run all the way down the field, easy. Yeah. It's um, like the the one play where he ran for like, I think it was like a sixty yard play where he was out on the two yard line. Mm-hmm. Like he was clear of coverage in like half a second. Like he just simple like left juke go. And he was open for the slot reception. And then there was five guys around him. And it was almost just like, I don't know if you can really tell, but like, this is Tyreek. It was just this. Like, he was just running and everyone, it was like a force field around him. No one could touch him. Because as soon as he got a hand, he's like, okay, bye. Okay, so for those uh, listening to the show, (laughs) uh, so so Mason made a claw with his hand and he put a finger in the middle of the claw and the middle finger was Tyreek and everyone else was the defenders. Dude, I'm so so good at podcasts. Oh, I love it. Well, (laughs) I'll talk to you after the show where I'm planning some cool things. So we'll we'll go over that. But um, Inside scoop. Yeah. But like I said, football, you never know how it's going to turn out. The way you think it's going to turn out, it's not going to turn out that way. So, I mean... Like I said, for the Chiefs to lose, it would take more turnovers. It would take, you know, the same way they've started the Bills game, maybe, where it's like, you know, a fumble, uh, loss of possession, things like that. And, I mean, a 10-point lead to the Chiefs is clearly nothing in the playoffs. Yeah. But, I don't know, like, there's obviously ways that they can lose. But if the Chiefs play their game, yeah. I don't see it. So Well, it's crazy, right? Because, like, going back to last year, um, when the Colts faced the Chiefs and the Colts won, it comes back down to that John Madden wave type of playing. It's like, well, if you keep them off the field, they can't score points. So that's uh, what you have to do in order to beat the Chiefs. It's like, if you can keep, if you can extend the drives as long as you can and like go for it on the fourth and inches instead of punting away and having that extra, I guess it, it, I saw it was an average of like three downs is like a minute and a half. Like you get another minute and a half that Mahomes is on the field. You limit his time of what he can do. 
And that's just the biggest thing if the Chiefs are going to lose. Just keep them off the field. <laughs> so I, I do disagree with the time of possession argument uh, mm-hmm. because it, it really, like, if you look at time of possession stats, it's like teams oh, yeah. lose have way more time of possession. That's yeah, like, like, it's, yeah, like when... what the, <laughs> the thing, like you said it though, is go for it on fourth and inches. Mm-hmm. It's the turnovers. It's about limiting the amount of possessions. It's not so much the time, but it's the possession. Like, if you are up in a game and you take a lot of time off the clock, what you're doing is you're making each possession more valuable. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So if you can hit on your possessions and like I said, reduce or limit their possessions and then do well with those possessions they do have, that's how you win. And, and yeah. Like sometimes though, like for Mahomes to score seven points, all it takes is just one throw in in certain cases. Like yeah. Like I said, like with the Tyreek thing, it's yeah. just <laughs> you, exactly. you, you can't stop it. No matter what, you just can't stop it. Exactly. Like, it's exactly. it's so fun to watch. I can't yeah. believe it. I can't wait. Um, thanks, yeah. Chicago. Yeah. Exactly. So, <laughs> well, thanks everyone just for stuck stuck around through football talk. Oh uh, as I say, I uh, I feel like I I think like the logo for the show had like sports and all that, and it's like. I started this thing as like you know ex athlete. Gonna talk a lot about sports. I haven't done enough of that, mm. so that's uh you know something I might do some more of. Cool, I like it. Um, so Mace, what's uh what's going on this week for you? What you got coming up? Well, <laughs> just watching the COVID numbers. That's the biggest <laughs> thing right now. But um, as we get into February, work starts to get busier, and yep. like we talked about with school going back, it may start opening people back up again and it's already showed so january is always a lull for physical therapy so we take kind of take this time to have a little bit of a break but once we're through february then it starts to pick up again so we're getting back into that season so i'm really just excited about that cool yeah well hopefully it's uh low stress high reward just good old times but i don't know if that's reality so (laughs) yeah (laughs) perfect well um while I got you here, do you have uh, one tip for a satisfying and healthy life? Hmm. Oh, wait, hold on. Three, two, pitch. Oh, it's a curve. <laughs> <laughs> it's that split finger fastball right down yeah, the middle. Yeah. Um, you start to run out of them if the, the more times you're on. Yep. And I think just kind of equating to what, um, what's been going on lately is don't be afraid to take the time that you need even if someone is kind of like either on you about coming out to do stuff or and like you just really can't be up for it taking that time for you to make sure that you're right is the best thing because i've definitely been in situations where i'm not in a good headspace i end up going out i have a panic attack so you just don't really want that so that's my uh i'm gonna say i'm gonna say fifth i think this is fifth time around that's my fifth tip for a satisfying healthy life i love it i love it honestly i i don't have time to put energy and time into things that i don't need to do at this point yeah. like it's 2021 wheels up for yourself like do what you need to do for you and 100%. learn your priorities make them your priorities i don't know what the plan is for there but just like i said find out what works for you find out what you want to do and just go after it exactly yeah like i, I post it on my instagram story it's like like even if like uh, pe- people can get discouraged if they try something to improve their mental health, and if it doesn't work, it's not like 
It's just that didn't work for you. So try the next thing. Try the next thing. Listen to people. Just go for it. And the first step is that first step. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And don't be afraid of the failure side of it. Yes, sir. Right. Like we all have to fail to get better. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I've been thinking about this more and more. Like I, I, I get ahead of myself. Like I use the example, I was in the shower and I was like, I I could start, you know, maybe playing the guitar some more. You know, I think that'd be, be a cool little step, you know. And then immediately my mind goes to, yeah, if you're good, you can be a musician. And I'm like, oh, if I'm going to be a musician, I'd have to work so hard at it. I'd have to do so many things. And I like in a minute and a half, I had myself like on stage, like trying to uh, <laughs> tight, slow it down. No wonder like you you put these self-imposed barriers in front of yourself and you never actually take that first step to doing something. You, you build it up so big in your head. Just if you want to play guitar, play guitar. If you're not good, good. (laughs) You're you're, going to get better. (laughs) If you want to do something, do it, but don't let that fear of not being the best of looking silly. We all have that. And it's the ones who work through that and continue to work with that. That's it's crazy. Like yeah. I've, I've definitely found like, cause like I've, I'm exactly in those same shoes. Like I have, I have a guitar, I have my ukulele. I, and there's always the want to put things out there on social media, but like you see people that are already at that stage of putting stuff on social media. You're like, Oh, like I'm not there yet. So I'm just not going to do it ever. Okay. We're done. Okay. But just the practice and working at it and like eventually, and at the same time, put yourself out there. If it doesn't, like, if people don't, like, the haters will be there. Oh, and the haters will always be there. Whether you are good or you're not, because people put out, I, I saw this hilarious thing. It was, like, a Spider-Man game from, like, 2002, and it's, like, like wow, these graphics are, like, just at the time, these graphics are so realistic and all that. And then, like, <laughs> like Spider-Man game that came out just recently, and it's, like, Oh, the reflection in the window is completely off. This, this such trash graphics. It's like, there's gonna, as, as good as you can get, there's gonna be someone that's gonna say, Hey, you're not as good as you think you are. And it's like, you know what? Maybe I'm not, but I'm still gonna do it anyways and just enjoy your time while you have it. That's the energy. That's, that's it. it. That's it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I, I love you, Mace. I love your energy. I love who you are. I, uh, can't wait to see you again. Oh my God. Oh, the weddings. Yes. Um, So people can find you on Instagram at mt underscore the underscore rmt. Where else can they find you? Uh, (laughs) Facebook? I don't know. Uh, You can find me in Ottawa working at the Elysian Wellness Center. Like I said, nominated for best physiotherapy clinic in Ottawa. We have some pretty high class therapists. Going to let that ego come out right now. But yeah. Uh, if you want to come by and have a massage, I would be very, very glad to help help you out if you do decide to do that. Perfect. Love you. Go. Uh, yes, yeah. Uh, never mind. Voting the clothes. If you wanted to vote, it's over. I'm sorry. You <laughs> we'll missed find your out chance. tomorrow. Yeah, you missed your chance. Go nominate him next year, and then he can vote again. Perfect. <laughs> Mace, I love you. Uh, love you I hope you have a great one. But really quick, what are you grateful for? Grateful for? Mm-hmm. Uh. Technology, it's really kind of what's allowing people to connect right now. And yeah, that's the biggest thing. Love it. All right, man. Have a great one. You too. Bye.